the latest from Reincubate and Camo. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free Flipboard magazine that brings you some of the best Mac, iPhone, and iPad productivity tips on the web. High in signal, low in noise, just like Mac Voices, Mac Voices Magazine includes information on how you can get more out of your Apple technology. Subscribe at macvoices.com slash magazine or search for Mac Voices Magazine on Flipboard. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's been way too long since we talked to our current guest. We've been trying to get him on for literally months, and we could not make our schedules line up, but it happened today. I'm really happy to have back Aiden Fitzpatrick, the CEO of Reincubate, the makers of Camo. Aiden, it's great to see you. Thanks uh, for, for finally you know making this. This is terrific. Chuck, thank you so much. It's, it's a real pleasure to be back on Mac Voices and to be speaking with you again. I really enjoyed my time uh, before, and yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm thrilled we could make it happen. I've been looking forward to this. Well, I, I have too. I have too. And there's quite a bit uh, to talk about with, with Reincubate and Camo. Um, I, it's, we were talking pre-show about how long it's been, it's been since you've been on, and a lot has happened since then. But the first thing I wanted to touch on was, um, and I hope I'm going to uh, say this properly, but you all received a Queen's Award that we're not familiar with here in the U.S., and so I'm going to let you talk about that first. Yeah, well, we did. Um, we've actually had the, the pleasure of winning two uh, awards from the Queen. The Queen's Award, it's the UK's highest uh, business honour, and it has the sort of pomp and grandeur that you might expect in the UK, which is which is all rather lovely. Um, we essentially got to visit the, the the palace. We got to visit Buckingham Palace and, and to meet the Queen, which I, I hadn't done before, uh, which, which was a you know a real pleasure and a real experience. I, I obviously I hadn't been inside before, um, so we met the Queen. We met uh, Prince Charles and, and other members of the family, um, and as a consequence of winning the award, we have a special right uh, enshrined in law which is that we can fly a particular flag with the royal crest uh, over our office uh, for a period of time, having, having won the award, uh, which, <laughs> you know, is a little bit of an unusual one, I think. Uh, yeah. I, you know, again, uh, not, not having the same kind of um, hierarchy here or the, the same, I don't know, the so, same social order in the U.S., uh, these things are kind of alien to us. But not so alien that I don't recognize how impressive uh, those those benefits are and the award is. Well, it, 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 I think it was a real morale boost. Uh, I think everyone was very excited uh, to tell their friends and family about it in the team when we won it. Um, and it's nice. You know, I, I think we, we often tend to see ourselves as sort of plucky indie outsiders. And, and so to be recognized by the establishment uh, in, in such a way is, uh, you know, was, was really nice for us. Congratulations. Uh, that is no, no small thing. I guess that means that the queen is an iPhone user. Uh, I, I believe so. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so right now she's talking to someone using camo. So that's going to yeah, make I, you feel good. Yeah. I, I, I imagine she is, she's, she's camoing. She's probably FaceTiming. Uh, I'm not sure what her memoji would look like, um, but uh, her, her face emoji. But uh, you know, I, I, I imagine she she has a fine one. All right. 
anybody out there that knows what the queen's uh, emoji looks like, let us know, please. <laughs> so camo itself, um, camo has come up. I can't begin to tell you how many times on Mac Voices. Um, a lot of our guests use it. Some of our Mac Voices live panelists use it. Um, even if they don't use it necessarily regularly for the shows, they use it in other aspects of their life. Um, it is some, one of those one of those applications that has really just found a place for so many people. And I'm anxious to hear you know some of the enhancements and improvements that you've made because, by my count, there are a lot of them. <laughs> well, it's lovely to hear that, and I've certainly enjoyed spotting camo in a variety of places i think i've seen it in mac voices i i always enjoy it when you know when when people don't disclose it or they don't have an obvious watermark sort of trying to trying to figure out is that is that camo or not is that something that any webcam could do because that that gulf has remained you know the, the best webcam will still not get you anywhere near close what a proper dslr setup or indeed a, an iphone setup will do but yeah, you, you uh, and I spoke very, very early. It feels like we were barely out of beta. Uh, that was, uh, I think, August 2020. And yeah, we, we just shipped camo. Uh, we, we were sort of ju just post version one, and we, we had a lot to do. So yeah, we, I mean, we've been, we've been very busy. I think at the time, it was just, uh, you, you know, we, we had a sort of a 12-month license we were selling. We now also have monthly plans. We have an annual plan, and that's proved to be very popular. But we've added a lot more. So, so Camo can now remote control your camera to take stills, to take video. Uh, so we have a lot of people who are using it for video production because essentially it is a broadcast quality remote controlled camera that you already have. Uh, we have a, uh, a Windows Studio tool, so you can drive your iPhone uh, from Windows. And we have support for Android devices. So you could be using multiple devices, uh, iPhones and Androids, and control them from your Mac as well. And that, uh, as you would imagine, has been quite a, a lot of work for us. Uh, we've shipped all sorts of uh, functionality around overlays. So it's a lot easier to sort of superimpose text uh, and effects on your screen and to customize that. Uh, we've done a lot of work with uh, presets also. And then we, we took a very deep dive into uh, internationalization and accessibility. So we're now in 11 languages. We've got full voiceover uh, accessibility support. We shipped support for MacOS shortcuts, uh, which, of course, appeared recently in uh, Monterey. Uh, and we've added a lot of sort of quality of life enhancements that support for center stage. Uh, we've got a screen curtain support. We, we got on uh, with, with shipping an M1 optimized build really quite rapidly. Shipped an SDK, uh, which was good fun. And we also put some AR functionality in Switcher. And people have found that quite powerful for sort of capturing attention uh, on streams. I can put my uh, friend Fred here on my head, and you, you may be able to see. There he is. Can't move my head too much. We might, he might fall off. Um, but we have a variety of sort of uh, fun and unusual AR effects that might make you stand out. Uh, in, in certain contexts. Uh, but then we, we also have a few others that, are, aside from being fun, uh, can be a, a little bit more work-related. So, so we have some for sort of, uh, you know, demonstrating emotion a little bit more clearly, as in the case of this uh, emoji face I'm wearing now. We've got the delightful uh, emoji hands, which has a variety of uh, emoji that you can pop up. So, you know, in, in a crowded call, it sort of proved quite popular and quite useful to be able to do things like that. Uh, and then we've, we've got a few 
a few other things like uh, our face follow mode, which sort of tracks you as you move and indeed and indeed look around. So yeah, it's we we've we've had our hands full since since we spoke to you last. Okay, so that was quite the demonstration right there. I'm <laughs> sorry for such a mouthful. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Um, the, the accessibility is something that we frequently talk about here on Mac Voices because one of the great things about technology is that it's it's a bit of an equalizer. You know, it, it helps people who might not be able to do something that you know, now they can participate with the rest of it. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of, of what those enhancements have been? Yeah, it, it's something that has uh, across our products been important to us uh, for a good amount of time. I mean, we, we weren't uh, very good with accessibility, say, uh, six or seven years ago, but we've really made a concerted effort over that time to sort of adopt the APIs and, and make sure it runs through the app. You know, screen reader support and voiceover support in particular, um, we, we've really spent a lot of time on with uh, Camo. Um, to the extent that you know it, it, it just works, which of course is one, one of the things we, we aim for. Um, but we've had a surprising number uh, of users who have reached out uh, to sort of thank us uh, for implementing that functionality, or indeed to sort of offer feedback and suggestions around it. And so we, we wanted to do that uh, to make Camo uh, easier to use uh, for those users and in those situations. And we thought pairing that with shortcuts is really quite a powerful way uh, just to kind of provide some more flexibility uh, in terms of how it can be used. Um, I'm just trying to run through your list in, in my head. Um, <laughs> the, the, the center stage support, I think, is is phenomenal um, because that's something that Apple has given us and then you implemented it in Camo. So hmm. you're, keeping up, you're, you're keeping up and adding to uh, what Apple gives you as a developer. And I, you know, that... I wish more developers were doing that because it feels like there's some that just either either ignore those things or they don't implement them to their fullest. Yeah, and and that's that's been a real sort of balancing act for us. So there are some things that we like or would like that aren't available for Apple or that haven't been available from Apple. So you know, we implemented video portrait mode about a year before Apple shipped it, and I, and I think our implementation of that in Camo possibly influenced. Uh, some of the steps that Apple took in, in shipping their own video portrait mode. So sometimes we've sort of had to do a lot of the work ourselves and be quite early uh, because we, we felt it was important functionality. Whereas with center stage, you know, we've looked at building that sort of tracking functionality, but, you know, sense that it was coming from Apple and sense that we could sort of hook into it and, you know, get get a really nice, consistent, unified experience with with what they're doing. Now, I'm very much hoping that center stage is going to arrive uh, on iPhones uh, this year, or at least in the very near future, uh, because at the moment, you know, it is it is uh, really limited to a a set of iPads. Um, but it would be fantastic uh, if if they rolled that out more broadly, so that we could we could bring it to everyone using iOS without having to sort of roll our roll our own solution, as it were. And I just, as you're talking, I'm realizing that I was so enthused to have you here that we actually got the connection that we really didn't talk about what camo is. So maybe we should back no. up for a second. And, you know, because I, I tend to think of everyone as like, well, of course, you, everyone knows what camo is. But, you know, there are probably people out there that are getting new to, to, to the iPhone and new to, uh, to this platform. So maybe I better ask you to do the basics now that we're already, how many, 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the interview? 
Of course. So Camo, very simply, uh, is a product that helps you get pro-quality video very easily. So the idea is webcams. There isn't a webcam out there that can provide very, very high-quality video, uh, but your iPhone can. It is broadcast quality. So Camo is a piece of software that runs on your Mac, PC, iPhone, or Android that connect the two and present broadcast quality video so that you can use that for calls, recording, and streaming. So if you previously were in the market for professional quality video, really your only choice was to get a professional camera, a DSLR, and possibly with a Camlink. And, and they can cost one, two, three, four thousand dollars and there's quite a lot of setup and cabling, and you can have overheating. Um, so we're, we're helping out people who, who don't have uh, existing cameras or who may only have webcams and may not be getting enough quality. Uh, and we're also helping out people who have a more sophisticated solution but are looking for something just a bit simpler and a bit easier to use on calls. And two things I think that are worth mentioning. You're, you're absolutely right about the DSLR cabling and all that. Um, but you're also taking, by using an iPhone, uh, you're taking advantage of all the great computational computing capabilities that Apple has built into it. But the thing that really gets me about Camo is that I'm con I can control Camo. Let's say it's I'm, use I'm not using it here, but if I were, I'd be controlling it with uh, an on-Mac an on screen control, as opposed to having to reach up and fiddle with this and you know do this and block out the screen half the time. Um, and that's what I would have to do if I needed to adjust this camera. But with Camo, I can, you know, be be looking down here just a little bit and adjust the camera, do some of the effects that you just showed, and no one ever knows. It's it's, it's seamless. Exactly. So we essentially want to let users, uh, you know, mount their phones uh, up at eye level where a camera would be, and forget about them, so that you can drive all of the controls from your Mac. And it is, a, you know, it's a very polished app. It it, it looks, uh, you know, we follow Apple's uh, human interface guidelines. It supports dark mode. It's got all, all of that sort of lovely stuff. So it's just, there's a very powerful Mac app that lets you do anything you want. So you don't have to touch the phone at all. And, you know, some users may use their daily driver phone fresh out of their pocket, put it on do not disturb mode. Uh, and, and use it for calls, whereas other users may use the phone that they had previously. So rather than uh, recycling or selling or leaving that phone in a drawer, you know, you might mount uh, a phone as old as your, your iPhone 5S. That's, that's the oldest one Camo supports. Uh, and of course, some users may pick up an iPhone 6 or 7 or 8 off eBay um, because, you know, one of those phones is going to be cheaper than a webcam and it's just going to give you better video quality. And you all came along at at just the right time, uh, at a time when folks were having trouble getting any webcam, for, forget the quality, um, because of the pandemic. And this allowed people who maybe didn't have that option to suddenly have a really great option, even if it was their daily driver and they had to put it on do not disturb mode, because it's very unlikely that you're going to be talking on the phone while you're doing a video conference of some Yes. Yeah. I, th I think, you know, our, our launch and our original beta was, was well-timed in the sense that that was at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and as you said, people were struggling to get video equipment and the price of video equipment had increased. So the idea that you could do something equal or in many cases much better than what you could with a webcam with something that you already own, you know, you don't need to wait for an Amazon package to arrive. You don't need to create e-waste and buy yet another gadget. Uh, was really quite compelling. And I, I think that helped with um, 
getting the word out there and people hearing about and using camo but it's certainly proven not to be you know not to be a pandemic product it's not it's not i think really driven by work from home that that did help as people came to hear about us but i think if you feel that video quality is important to you and you recognize that looking good in calls uh, or at least you know it's not about it's not necessarily about looking good it's like it's having a high fidelity and, and looking as you are uh, which you know i'm sure is 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 great for for, for many people if, if you see that as being important you know then 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 camo is going to deliver that for you I, I i you've made a really great statement there this is not a work from home product um it can be but and and it can be a very good great work from home product and it still amazes me at this point um now webcam prices have come down and we still have people using terrible webcams and we still have people using terrible microphones and you know you I, it's like okay this this work from home thing or working remotely however you want to term it is not going away and so if you want to be serious about it you need to up your game just a little you don't have to put in a, a tv studio but you can do things that make it appear a lot more professional and a lot more like you know what you're doing instead of just you know throwing something together and saying yeah it's um you know i'm in my pajamas and i'm but i'm able to talk to you so. yeah it it it, it, it and it, it isn't as you said it, it's not just work from home it's also not just for people who are appearing on tv you know much as we've seen it on tv there are uh you know, there's a body of data emerging on why it is important to have, uh, you know, video that represents you well in calls. And there's data emerging around sort of the techniques that are helpful or unhelpful. One quite interesting one is around virtual backgrounds where they're kind of perceived to be lower trust when people use them. And I think in, in users' minds, there's there's often a challenge around maybe feeling a bit uncomfortable with some of the things that are in the background around them. Uh, and so, you know, with camera, we're, we're aiming to provide ways to kind of mute or make the background slightly less visible without sort of, uh, you know, tr truly faking or, or, or literally just green screening what's behind you. I, I think that sort of truth and authenticity is quite important. That's a, that's a really interesting point, um, because I would have thought that some of the video conferencing services by this time would have been able to improve that that feature. but instead. If anything, it seems like they've turned it up so that it almost you almost look unnatural that you're here, but everything is so out of focus in the background, as you said, instead of having it be soft. Now, I'm, I'm using a DSLR for this, so I've got a little bit of the natural bokeh from the lens yeah. in back. Um, so you can, you can see what's going on back there, but it's unlikely that you'd be able to read anything on the desk, which is kind of, I think, what you want. Um, and I'm not going to call out any of the video services because, you know, they, 10 minutes from now, they might change it and, and make me a liar. But yeah, I, I think that's no small point um, that you need to have a background that you're comfortable with. Um, and, you know, I, that's one reason I choose what I do. It's like, this is my real studio office. Um, and mm. so it, it is what it is. But I also don't want to let you see what's necessarily on my desk. No. No, I, I think there's a, certainly a balancing act that we've gone through around what users ask for and, 
you know, maybe our vision of how we see the future evolving. Uh, and I think what you see in a lot of those mainstream products are tools that do sort of just hide or virtualize the background. And, I, I, you know, it's a bit like Henry Ford talking about the faster horse, right? I, I think there are better patterns and schemes that are evolving in this space. And I, and I think there are things that are that, that represent a user in a better light and create a better video stream or better call or better recording uh, that will benefit users. Uh, and so we're having fun exploring them. And, and, and certainly, you know, us shipping portrait mode in video was, was a good first step at that because I, you know, what the setup you have with, with the slight bokeh in the background is lovely and it is cinematic. And of course we have subsequently seen Apple release cinematic mode, right? They, I think their thinking and ours on that was, was, was in alignment. Um, so you mentioned uh, that you, you now have an SDK. Um, which I, th I thought was interesting. So, what what kind of benefits are you seeing from that? Uh, what if tell me what you can, of course. Um, but you know, what kind of partnerships are you seeing, and what are you seeing other developers do with this? Yeah, so we we launched that uh, last summer uh, with our launch partner, a company called Switcher Studio, uh, who are out of Kentucky, who are building, uh, who have built a very very high fidelity. Um, uh, recording and streaming uh, product that is uh, iOS driven. So you can connect multiple cameras to uh, an, an iPad uh, and you've got all sorts of tr transitions, overlay scenes, effects. It's a, you know, it's a very highly used product and a very well built product. Uh, and they're using our SDK to enable bringing their produced video feed uh, onto a Mac or PC uh, so that it can be sort of uh, platformed on through a virtual webcam mechanism into, say, Zoom calls or, or, or Teams calls or Google Meet calls. Um, so really the power of that SDK is to enable people who are on mobile or who are building mobile apps to present that video and get it into kind of get it onto the desktop and make it usable on the desktop. Because we, you know, as we built camera, one of the very big bits of engineering work that we did was essentially building out that mechanism whereby we could wrap a stream of video in what looks like a camera on the Mac so that Zoom can use Camo and Cisco can use Camo, Teams and Meet and all of those different products. And so this is a much, much easier way than kind of going it alone for companies to do that. Um, and, you know, I, I have talked uh, a fair amount about video. One of the things that we did with Camo since we spoke is we added audio support um, so that the microphones on your device can also be used as microphones for a Zoom or Teams call. Uh, and there are multiple microphones on a, uh, a modern iPhone, which is quite helpful. Um, but we can do the same thing with the SDK. So as well as relaying video onto a computer, we can also relay uh, audio. And that's you know really very powerful and, and uh, for, for quite a few different use cases. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of Switcher Studio. Um, Nick Mattingly's been on the show several times, and and yeah, the, the heck of a team. Oh my, what I mean, what they've done, you know, is uh, we we actually used Camo for a business event, and I, we had a professional production team there that helped helped us set it up, and they were watching us do this, and they were just blown away. They said, you know, you're doing with an iPad and a couple iPhones, what, you know a few years ago would have cost thousands of dollars and required you know, a lot of sophisticated equipment. So I, 
that that's where I get excited about some of these things, the power that it puts in people's hands. And we just need to make sure they understand that you can do this. It doesn't require a lot of extra stuff. It requires just a little bit of time and learning, but the, the results can be, can be a lot better than network TV used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've built a, a, a very innovative product. It works very smoothly and it is, it's incredible. I mean, you, you, you can do, you can do network TV with it. You, you can do a, a whole range of things. Um, and we've had, we've, you know, we get a real kick out of working with them. Uh, and it's, it's, it's particularly nice to see and work with another company that kind of building on the platforms, the incredible platforms that Apple have given us uh, around that, you know, their video and processing and technology. Listening to you talk about some of the capabilities and, and the partnerships and all, um, it's pretty clear, I think, that maybe Reincubate has ambitions into the video realm that go well beyond uh, the just the, the, the webcam business, um, which is no small business. But um, I think it's, it's fascinating that you're taking these steps, and I just have to wonder where you're going to end up. I don't even know that you know where you're going to end up, but you know, I've, I'm, I'm enthused about it. Well, I, I, you know, I, I think there are a number of problems that we're looking to solve. You know, when you and I spoke before, we'd started pulling at this thread uh, that was AV uh, and how to look good on calls. And I think one could have been forgiven for thinking that Skype had solved that in 2003. But, of course, it, it turned out that that's not the case. There, there are still more problems. And really, since we've spoken, I've, I've only kind of, found that there are more and more there's more and more room for innovation and better ways of doing things that we see in this space now and we've got some you know fairly clear plans on where we're where we're looking to go but 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 essentially it's around giving people what i call video superpowers so making it easy to do stuff with video that at the moment is hard or inaccessible or delivered through an outmoded or complicated interface. So I want to make it easy for anyone to produce high quality video uh, and to use that in a variety of uh, different media. So that may be calls, that may be streaming, that may be recording. Uh, and I don't anticipate that we're going to, you know, go it alone uh, and work without any partners and friends. You know, I, I think we will partner with uh, leading companies in the space and, and other experts to to go about fulfilling that vision. I'm anxious to see where it all goes. I'm, I've been super excited to see what you've done so far. Um, the partnership with with Switcher Studio is a great example. Um, I believe you said pre-show that you also did something with TikTok. Uh, with with uh, Snap. Uh, Sorry, Snap. So. Yeah, we, we, we partnered with Snap, of, of obviously Snap are the, the, the people who, who built uh, Snapchat, um, to introduce the AR functionality that we have uh, in the product. And, and you know, that, that's, we, we are using Apple's AR kit, uh, and, and we use that for uh, portrait mode and some other places. Um, but, you know, Snap also have uh, a lot to bring. Uh, in terms of their ecosystem of lens creators and their tools and know-how around creating uh, AR effects, and so for us, it's very powerful to to, to work with them. And, and, and of course, you know, we are uh, not in a Mac and iOS only world. You know, as I said, Camera runs on Windows and runs on Android, 
and you know we we can't deploy uh, AR Kit and Apple APIs uh, in those environments. Um, so it, you know it is helpful to work for with with a variety of of, of partners. You seem to be doing everything right. Um, you know that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, well, from the Queen's Award right on down through this discussion, you know, you're making a lot of great strategic choices, and yet Camo has not compromised its quality or its stability, and I think that's that is no small feat. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I would like to do many things quicker than we have. Uh, you know, we we do have a, a busy roadmap with a, a lot of pieces of functionality I would like to ship. But it's very true that once you're out there with a product and you have paying users and you're supporting it, you know, it, it is very different to when one is in beta or when one has an unreleased product. You know, if, if we hadn't shipped camo or weren't charging for it, uh, I, I think we could be moving quite a lot faster. Um, but there are some very ambitious things that we're looking to put out. And, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to shipping them. Um, I would also uh, like us to grow the team uh, a bit more rapidly. I mean, we've grown the team substantially since uh, we last spoke, but you know, we're looking for uh, new colleagues in, in a variety of, of teams uh, at the moment. You know, from support through testing and QA to engineering to design to marketing. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, it, it's flattering that things uh, things look very smooth from the outside, but there's there's a, a lot of work going on on the inside. Isn't that always the way, though? That the smoother things look, the more work that's going on on the other side of. Well, I think so. It's it's an ice cream eating contest where the prize is more ice cream. That's that's the way I like to think of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's that's an interesting metaphor. I hadn't. Uh, I don't think I've heard of that one before. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, so give us the basics of Camo. Obviously, um, it's an, and for this audience, it's an iOS app, um, so it would be on the App Store. What, yes. You said you were talking about the pricing models. What are the pricing models at this point? Yeah, so th there are um, uh, three ways that, that you can buy it uh, at present. So there's a monthly subscription, which if you're in the U.S. is, is 5 bucks a month, um, or uh, you can get it for uh, 40 bucks a month for a year, uh, or there's uh, an eighty dollar flat annual subscription. Um, so kind of a, a range of different needs. You know, sometimes people just try it out for a month or two. They have a specific thing that they want to use it, so they'll hop on that annual subscription. Um, the annual deal, uh, I think, is is probably our best value. You get it for twelve months of the forty. Um, but you know, there are some people who who are sort of allergic to subscription based software, and they'll they'll tend to to pick up the lifetime. Um, but essentially. Uh, that's that's the licensing structure. Uh, as I said, you can use it with uh, a phone as, as old as the iPhone 5S, which I think is about 60 bucks on eBay at the moment. Uh, and you connect that phone to your Mac with a, a lightning cable, um, just the regular lightning cable that the phone came with. And we use that because it's private and it's secure. You know, we, we can turn video data without latency uh, over that. No one can kind of snoop into it. And, and we don't camo doesn't do anything with your video you know we don't uh, analyze that video in any way uh, you know that stays privately uh, on your Mac for, for whatever you want to do with it uh, and what users may tend to do is they might pick up um, like a little gooseneck arm uh, or a tripod 
you know, maybe they're about 15 bucks on eBay. And we have a, a little kind of buyer's guide where we, we bought all of the different ways of mounting a phone uh, and photographed them and wrote about our experiences with them on the site. Um, so, yeah, clip, clip the phone into a little arm, connect it to your Mac with regular cable, and, and you're away. Um, and, you know, we, we talked about the plans, the licensing plans for Camo. Um, one of the opinions that I hold quite strongly is I'm not a big fan of trial software because I don't, I don't like, you know, having to do that install, try it out, uninstall. I kind of think when I adopt software, I want to use it or I don't want to use it. So rather than the trial, we've always been big believers in valuable free software. So having a free version of the product that delivers value and is very usable. And so many of Camo's features are available in the free edition. Um, it won't nag you. It will only prompt you to upgrade if you if you look to use the pro functionality in it. Um, and the main limitation in the free version uh, is that it won't do resolutions above 720p. But I would say, you know, if you're using it for Zoom, at the moment, Zoom isn't transmitting video over 720p. So, you know, that, that free version provides a lot of value and there is no need uh, to upgrade or give us money. And, you know, I'm very, very happy to support and help and have those users. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's absolutely fair game. Um, but, you know, a, a good many do choose to, to upgrade for some of our features around framing uh, or indeed portrait mode, the high resolutions or overlays. I feel obligated because I've, I've had this discussion so often. We may have had it. Um, I, you're, you were very kind when you said some people are allergic to subscriptions. Um, I think there are some types of software out there that do not lend themselves to subscriptions. And that's one of the reasons that there's been such a pushback. But something like yours, and especially with your track record of you know adding the features and expanding what you do and what you can do with Camo, and I, I, this to me is a prime example of a company that you know you should support by subscription because forty dollars for a year that's great. Pay another forty dollars next year and get more more features um, or features as they roll out. Perhaps is a better way to say it. So I would encourage anybody to try out the free version. And I, I, I agree with you on the trial software thing. In fact, I was just doing that last night. I had to uninstall and reinstall. And it's like, oh, you know, I, I just want to get this done. Um, so I, right. I love the way that you've, you've done that. And I'm assuming that's, yeah. that, that's pretty easy that if, I, if I'm using Camo, because I haven't done this, but if I'm using Camo free version and then want to do the upgrade, um, it, it's completely seamless, is it not? Yes, it, it, it's it's the it's the same app. You know, you you, you give it a uh, you, you, essentially when you buy, you, you sort of have a username and password for for a reincubate account, and you plug that in, and it just upgrades. It doesn't even need to restart the app. You know, it it just sort of unlocks itself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and go please. I, I was going to say, I think I think you're very right about the, you know we've had a lot of debate and discussions. Uh, about the lifetime license that we sell, uh, and I'm not a, a big fan of it. Uh, you know, Camo does need a lot of work on an ongoing basis because you know every year we're supporting new cameras. Uh, many times a year we're supporting new uh, bits of functionality from Apple and iOS around the camera technology. Uh, you know, we have to manage uh, integrations with the current count. I think fifty different products that use and consume video. 
Um, we have to spend quite a lot of time with the developers behind those companies that, that are building them to ensure that users are getting a high quality experience. So it very much isn't a product where we sort of, you know, one, one could sort of build it once and then leave it. Uh, you know, we, we are very, very active on it. And, and of course, you know, we, we see there as being much more to come. So, you know, I, I think that, that, you know, I, I have some discomfort around the lifetime product, uh, the lifetime licensing fee. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, it is, it is, it is there now. Uh, <laughs> it is there now. Yeah. Well, I, if you're a Camo user, I would encourage you to support the company with the subscription. Um, the lifetime thing is great. And if that's for you, that's fine. But I've, I want Camo to be around for a long time because I want to keep having Aiden back, hopefully a little bit quicker than, what, a year and a half we figured, uh, something like that, um, to talk about what's new with it because it's it's a phenomenal product. It, when it came out of the gate, it was phenomenal. It's just gotten better. Aiden, uh, the website where folks can go to learn all the details about Camo and everything else. Yeah, the uh, the place to look is reincubate.com. That's R-E-I-N-C-U-B-A-T-E.com. Uh, and we, you know, we, we publish everything there. You can get the free version very easily. Uh, and, you know, we also talk to a lot of users or would-be users on Twitter as well. And the handle, as you would expect, is at reincubate. It's great to see you, my friend. Thank you so much for, uh, for fi we finally got the schedule together. We have to do it more often because it's always fascinating to talk to. It's been an absolute pleasure, Chuck. Thank you very much. And yeah, I, I, uh, I hope we do get to talk more, more uh, frequently. That would be lovely. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. I want you to look better with your video calls, whether they're for business or for pleasure. Go try out Camo. If nothing else, just try out the free version. I think you will be hooked. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.